Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lifting Your Heart Podcast. I am Brenda, and I am with my co-host, Jessica. And we are so glad that you took the time out of your life to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, we, we consider it an honor. And um, and so today, we are, we're all, first of all, we're all about lifting people higher. That's, yes. why, that's why we got the name. Yes. And um, in a world where everything that wants to drag you down, we want to be the light. And we're not hiding our light under a bushel. We're trying to hang it out there and and um, bring some joy, peace, and knowledge to people about Jesus. Yeah. So today, Jessica, we're going to talk about codependency. It's a huge issue. I know. Big. So big. Well, first of all, I know that everything you get off the internet, you, you have to like test. Yes. <laughs> but um, I did find this statistic on the internet that just blew me away. And I thought, okay, we've got to dive into this yeah. topic and just not not that we were um clinical psychologists no we are not we are believers in the bible mm-hmm. i will say that and um we are both born again but we i think we need to talk talk about this codependency thing because i found this statistic that says it estimates that 90 percent of american population wow deals with some type of codependent behavior what that's the heck? crazy wow now, the 80%. first thing I think of is, what do we all have in our hand? Uh-huh. A yeah, that's phone. the first thing I thought of, too. When I so I thought, that. maybe that's where they're getting this, that we're codependent on our <laughs> cell phones. Social media, yeah, cell phones. Which I can mm-hmm. see, okay, if that's where they're getting their statistic from. Yeah. But I thought, still, it's like, that's just so sad. So, you know, let's just kind of do a dive. And I think this may end up being a two-part podcast. Yeah. So, because I found a lot of stuff. So let's first let's define. I, I'm being Jessica now. <laughs> Definitions with Brenda. <laughs> I know I stole it from Jessica. <laughs> so it is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. Mm. It in a, it is an excessive emotional reliance on an object or person who typically requires support or rescuing on account of an illness or an addiction. That's a wow. big, that's a lot. That's, so, a, that's a big, but can we just say addiction can be many things. It doesn't have to be drugs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so it's an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. I think the first thing that pops out to me is the emotional and behavior that is mm-hmm. out of your your soul yeah. that's your your mind will and emotions so that's your solical so this is a solical tie mm-hmm. or or reliance upon something that is not of god yeah and so now you've you've hooked your, yourself to it and you're codependent on it mm-hmm. and and um and so i thought now i can see where this might be prevalent yeah yeah definitely yeah, well, after I read that definition, I was like, that sounds a lot like like ungodly beliefs, you know, like um, having a need that you need to be met but hasn't been met. Um, I think a lot of times we fight, we, you know, we have a God-shaped hole in our heart uh-huh. and we 100% need that, but sometimes we like to try to stuff all the corners with other things and, you know. It doesn't get filled because it's never going to be without God. So we just have those needs that aren't being met by those other people. You know, that's what it made me think of. 
Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. So we have this God-shaped hole mm-hmm. in us. And, and again, we're trying to fill it. And I think the codependent person, well, I think actually everybody. Yeah. I mean, I tried to fill it with stuff Same. before I accepted Jesus and realized that, uh, that's the only thing that's going to fill mm-hmm. it. But I also think, you know, we're living in the world and sometimes we get snared by things in the world that say, okay, let's try to fill that hole with this. Yeah. No. And, um, and so I, it's, it's a very, um, and this is kind of not sort of like a, just a be aware mm-hmm. of this may sound familiar to you. Some, maybe a family member, it may sound familiar to you as a person is yeah. like, Oh no, maybe I need to do a di- deeper dive into this to find out if maybe this is something that's happening to me yes. or maybe it's something that's happening to my loved one or whatever. So, um, here are some characteristics of a codependent individual is first of all, they lack objectivity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they don't really see how deep yes. they're into it. Yeah, that's good. Which that made me think of phones too. Yeah. Because you don't really see how deep you're into your phone. <laughs> you don't realize that you've just scrolled for an hour and you're like, well, where'd the time go? My f- yeah. Yeah. And so I thought that that is a good point. Yes. Um, the second one they said is that it, it you have a warped sense of responsibility. Ooh, no boundaries. Yeah, and uh, that would come to be if you're like being codependent to a human being. Yes. Like, you know, you're trying to save that person. Mm-hmm. You you lack that ability to know, mm-hmm. okay, you need to pull back. You've gone too far. And or you've you've in, you've involved yourself too deep into mm-hmm. their life. Yeah. And and they have some accountability and you can't take that over for them. Mhm. And then the third thing is that you have a need to control or be controlled. Yeah. Wow. And so I thought, well, yeah, that's, that's, that, that would be part of that. You could see that. Yeah. So these are kind of the three like warning bells of if you knew, know someone that might be struggling with this or if you're struggling with it yourself. Yeah. And, um, and so then it, it, it went on, we went on to find out that the most common way or reason people become codependent is that they were just raised in a dysfunctional environment. Well, and I think even if you're not like raised in a terrible environment, like things can happen in your life that you're like, okay, I need to gain control. And so we try to stuff that, you know, God-shaped hole of, with people and things and objects and success. Yeah. And that's, you know, yeah, it may not be like a physical abusive situation, but it right. might be a neglect. I mean, it yeah. might be a, you know, withholding of love situation where you just weren't, you know, given mm-hmm. enough love. And mm-hmm. so you're searching for that love. Or completely dysfunctional, like your family is crazy and yeah, like you don't, um, it's always like fighting, like physical fights in your house or. Or absentee. Or absentee, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, they're just Or no support, you know, yeah, all of that. Out. So that's where it, it kind of, the door can open for it to come in. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way. And so, um, and so again, it's, so where is God in all of this? You know, uh, you know, why, why are we struggling with this issue? Yeah. Because we were created in God's image. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, not, no, that's not a problem. <laughs> not the problem. Back. Where we're created in God's image and it being created in God's image, God wanted to love people. Mm. That's why he created us. Yeah. It's like, you know, he wanted to have, he wanted to shed his love abroad on us. Right. And so 
if we're made in that image, we also want to love people. Yes. And be with people. The problem is, is that we get it twisted and become some kind of, you know, like, you know, not God thing, yes. godly thing. Okay, can we just briefly talk about, for a second, the people who fall in love with inanimate objects? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, cars or cushions or the Eiffel Tower roller coasters. Mm-hmm. That's huge dysfunction and controlling. Trying to control their situation, their circumstances. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. And and people that, you know, I am a dog lover. And I know there's people out there that are cat lovers or whatever. And But that is not the yeah. substance of your love. So right. we have this need to love and this with people. But we we get it messed up mm-hmm. and we get it messed up because unfortunately the world comes in and messes us up yeah. and then we're loving in a messed up way. And so it's just, that's what happens. Yeah. And so, um, the codependency mirrors idolatry, which yeah. is an abnormal devotion to someone or something. And, and you know, that clearly comes out of Colossians three, five, where it says you're not to have anything that's up, of the level, up mm-hmm. the level of idolatry where it, it takes the place of God. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are s- someone that maybe is in codependency or you know someone that's in codependency, you know, especially like in relationships where they put that person, mm-hmm. that is their God. Yeah. You know, that, that is their person who yeah. they go to for everything, who will they'll sacrifice everything for, they will do everything mm-hmm. for, and that is not healthy. It's, no. it's scary. It's, it's not the way God wants to, us to live our lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So anyway, and so another, um, where is God in all this is, uh, you have to learn how to set boundaries, you know, um, which always takes me to Romans seven fifteen. <laughs> I think that my book automatically like flips open to that section because it's <laughs> like, you know, let's go back to, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just to refresh, of course, Romans seven fifteen is the, where it starts, where Paul starts talking about, I do the things I don't want to do, even mm-hmm. though I want to do them. Yes. And I know they're not right. I still do them in my struggle to try to do right. You know, it's just, you know, go and read it for yourself. You know, yes. and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And so. Yeah, we'll talk more about boundaries in the second episode. Right, too, right. Because so. we know this is going to be like a two parter. Yeah. We just have so so hold on tight because there's going to be another episode. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and then. Uh, and then we did want to talk about number four, right? Mm-hmm. Just that seeking fulfillment in an individual rather than being dependent on on others. We know that fulfillment only comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah. Only comes through Jesus Christ. And um, and I know that we've talked about the Samaritan woman yeah. before. But mm-hmm. I think in John 4, you know, where she had... I know that marriage is a contract back then. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder, too, if she was not seeking fulfillment of... Probably, you know, yeah. she had five wives or five husbands. Sorry, yeah, five husbands, not yeah. wives. Five. She is a wife. Do five husbands? Okay. Yeah, that she was maybe seeking fulfillment because yeah. back then, if you didn't get married, you were mm-hmm. just a problem. You were like a yeah. What was wrong with you? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and so her fulfillment came in having a husband, just like actually like Hannah too. Right. I mean, the importance of Hannah with having that child yes. was that her. That made her legit, you know, that solidified her position as a wife. Yeah. She has produced a child. And so, you know, nowadays, 
we don't have to worry about that. It's not so much about I marry and produce a child. Right. But we still look for things that that will solidify us as being successful mm-hmm. or fulfilling when we should be going to Jesus for that. Well, I I think a wife and a mother is still up there. It might so. not be like like the, back 2000 plus years ago. But, you know, to be a successful adult you get married you have 2.5 children you have a successful career you know there's a lot of pressure on women especially to find a husband and then have kids um and if you don't have kids the people are asking when are you gonna have kids when are you gonna have kids (laughs) until finally you don't have kids after like you know 12 years of being married (laughs) 13 years of being married they don't ask you anymore (laughs) well you're you are talking to the choir right here because <laughs> I have never married yeah. and so I cannot tell you how many times I've been asked that question when I was younger they would ask when you get married yep see. now that I'm old <laughs> the question is so why did you never marry right and I like think I'm still you know I'm still kicking, kicking. There's still I'm potential. Still breathing you know uh, but it just hasn't happened yeah but you know I feel like I have to justify myself as to you know <laughs> And I have to watch that, that I don't feel like I am not a success. I am not fulfilled because I don't have a husband. Yes. That's not true. Yes. And so I, so I have to do that self-talk that, you know, like I get my fulfillment from Jesus, mm-hmm. not from be, having a wedding ring on my finger yes. and, a, and a husband. And unfortunately, I know a lot of women who that's where they got their fulfillment from yes. and, um, and got their made them feel like they had success successfully, you know, accomplished Mm -hmm. life because they have that. And, um, I'm not saying that's codependency. That's not codependency is a whole nother level, Mm -hmm. but it is something that, you know, that's not where our, our, um, credentials, our credibility comes from. Right. It comes from Jesus. Yes. Amen. That makes well, sense. should we talk about how how we know if we're codependent? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Let's go um, So, or if you know someone, if you know someone, that, yeah, that you you're gonna, the, <laughs> the light bulbs are going to start flashing and going on yes. too. So it doesn't necessarily have to be you. So first one is that you value the approval of others more than valuing, valuing yourself. Okay. This is huge. And I think it goes along with... Um, confidence in yourself trust in yourself but I know this goes with codependency but it also goes with like knowing you know having Jesus in your heart and being confident in that Mm -hmm. because there are so many people that value other people's opinions of themselves value other people higher than themselves I'm not saying that we should be like oh I'm the best I'm the top of the top no I'm not saying that but you know there is a level of of value for yourself that you should have Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is where um, you will sacrifice yourself. Yeah. And I also think that it starts at, you know, well, Jessica, you deal with a lot of young people, mm-hmm. youth. Yeah. And so you see, especially female youth, young women. Yes. I mean, again, I know we've gone off topic here, but I absolutely hate that term influencer. Yes. Because Ugh. I see young women got their cell phone out again. Yes. <laughs> Back to the cell phone, well. that codependent cell phone. <laughs> and now they're listening to these influencers. Yeah. And, um, and I'm using yeah. my air, air, air uh, quotes because <laughs> I hate that term. Ugh. And, um, 
and they're thinking that this is where if I do what this person does, then I will be of value. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that we had it back in my day. I mean, I'll just, I'll be the old person. I mean, back well, in my day, we had that too. Yeah. But we didn't have that constant barraging because we yes. didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have constant TV that yes. was pounding it into us. You know, it's just like you, maybe you caught a show once a week where you got to see you know, someone on TV or like who, a magazine or something. or, or yeah. a magazine right? that, was happening. that came out once a month or yeah. once a week. So you wasn't a 24 seven pounding of yes. it. But, um, and so it's like this constant thing that you value others approval above yourself mm. or what may be right. They say is right is right. And it, it's not. And you, yeah. so you submitted yourself under that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what's that called? That's called bondage. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, next is lacking trust in yourself and having poor self-esteem. Which is a byproduct of number is a one. Bypro- yes, exactly. <laughs> Just think. For sure. Like, like- <laughs> okay, can I, if you have like lack, in trust, lack of trust in yourself and um, most poor self-esteem, can I ask you, where's your trust level with Jesus? Oh, that's good. Where's your trust level out with Father God? Do you trust him? Do you not trust him? Because I can guarantee that if you don't trust, if you don't trust Father God, you're not going to, you know, trust, put trust in yourself. Well, because I've seen it. I'm not just like saying it out, you know, out my left ear or anything, but like I have like physical proof that that happens. I've seen it way too many times. Well, and the question too is, is you really can't trust someone you don't know about. Right. Yeah. So if I barely know you, I'm not going to trust you. So if you barely know Jesus, then of course there isn't going to be the trust there because you don't know him that well. Yeah. And so maybe it's time for you to start to get to know him better so that you can trust him. And And he will prove to you that he is trustworthy. Oh, yes. Amen. So... Then the third thing is you're having fears of abandonment or an obsessive mm. need for an approval. So, um, again, this is, I think, abandonment and need for is, is just the, the fact that you don't have a history of something you can rely upon. Right. And, mm. and you know what? You can't really. You can rely upon people, but the people make mistakes. Yes. So best case scenario is you have someone you can rely on that mine isn't perfect, right? Yeah. But worst case scenario is that you don't have anyone you can rely on, which is going to make you feel like you're abandoned, mm-hmm. that you're left on your own. And um, again, that comes back around <laughs> to where are you with with Jesus? Yeah, exactly. Where's your relationship at? Yeah. Um, if you feel abandoned, just in general, maybe not even really in relation to codependency, but if you feel abandoned or forgotten, um, I want to challenge you to open your word, open the word and read because you are not forgotten. Um, God has so many promises for you and says so many things about you in the word. If you just open your eyes and see. That's right. So. And another thing you need to remember, too, is that we were given the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, I constantly try to pound it into um, the women that I, I teach is that is that Jesus said in John 14 mm-hmm. and John 16, it's better that I leave. Yeah. Because something better is coming. Mm-hmm. And that to me was, I, till this day, that concept is trying to grasp that concept. <laughs> 
I mean, no wonder the the disciples were like, what? what? No. No wonder when it flew over their head because they had Jesus right there in front of them. I was right. like, what are you talking about, dude? Don't leave. Like, You're we want Jesus. You. Yeah. You know, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, it, you know, it said, it's better that I go because mm-hmm. something better is coming. And that something better was the Holy Spirit because... Yes. Now he can be with me, he can be with Jessica, he can be with you. Mm-hmm. And that is what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is, is so that you know that you are not abandoned, you are not orphaned, you're yeah. not being left behind or left out. That was not Jesus's plan. And if, if someone or something is making you feel that, that is not of God. Right. Period. Yeah. Amen. Um, okay. Number, Number four five. is having an unhealthy dependence on relationships even at your own cost. And I think this comes this comes in with that codependency of relationships. Yes. You know, where it's like, um, you know, you have a someone in your life that has that much control mm-hmm. over you. Or you give them that much control. I, that's right. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's it's to a point where it's just like, you know, you are sacrificing things that you shouldn't have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not it's not the plan God has for anybody. Right. And you shouldn't be in a position where you're giving that up. It's mm. that. So, so this is all breaking my heart. It's so sad. I know. It's kind of a downer. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then you want to do the last one? Uh, sure. Um, codependents have low self-esteem and look for anything outside of themselves to make themselves feel better. They find it hard to just be themselves. Some try to feel better through alcohol, drugs, or nicotine and become addicted. Yeah. So we kind of talked about like the adrenaline rush of things like um, in a recent podcast, like doing things that give you that um, endorphin like rush. Right. And that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, here's a sad thing. So let's say you're codependent on someone that is dealing with drugs mm-hmm. and then you yourself yeah. get sucked into it because you're <laughs> can't get right. They're controlling you. What like, the, yeah, yeah. What you're needing because you're looking to them when you, mm-hmm. and so now you're sucked into it too. Yeah. And so it's just, um, it's just like one tragedy, one mm-hmm. road, one car wreck after another here is what mm-hmm. we've got going on. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think for some of you, you're like, how can it be that sad? How can it be that way? How can it be that drastic? It can be because people lose sight of themselves. Yes. And when you don't have that anchor, mm. Bible talks about having an anchor. Yep. If you don't have that anchor in Jesus, then it just, the the cycle, the... Yes. Um, the sadness, the atrocity, the the compounding of the problem just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, absolutely. Until you're in a hot mess, mm-hmm. basically. So yeah. anyway. Man. Okay, well, we're um, sorry to leave you on a bummer <laughs> note. <laughs> I know, I know. But there is me, hope. There's, there's hope. hope, yes. Uh, there is hope. Listen to this. this. There is hope, and there's hope in Jesus. Yes. And, and I think Jessica took the lead last time when we talked about this, and it is something that we do need to start talking about, and that is, if you don't have Jesus yes. in your heart, yes, and some of this sounds like your life or sounds like someone you love's life, mm-hmm. then there is a way to turn it around. There yes. is a way to prevent the car wreck after car wreck after car wreck of happening. Mm-hmm. And that is by accepting Jesus as your Savior. And so, so if you have not done that, or if you want to renew your, lo- your relationship with him, it is so simple. 
It is so simple. It's just a matter of saying, you know what, Jesus, I invite you into my life. Mm -hmm. You are the Lord of my life. I accept you as king. I renounce anything else that I thought should be the Lord of my life. It is not. You are now the Mm -hmm. Lord of my life. And I give it over to you. I ask you to enter my heart, take possession of me, and be my savior and I give it all back to you. I love you. Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. I welcome you into my life. Yes. That's all you have to do. Just say, Holy Spirit, come. And he will come. He's been waiting for you to say that. Mm-hmm. And so has Jesus because they love you. They want to um, take care of thee. They want to deliver you. They want to mm-hmm. give you the life that God planned from yeah. the moment he knitted you in mm-hmm. your mother's womb. He's had that plan for you. And you're just coming home. And we give you the honor and glory for that all in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, amen. It's just easy. doesn't yeah. matter what word you use. That's right. As long as you say, Jesus, come in. That's right. Jesus, you're welcome. doesn't have to be big, fancy words. Um, can I also just remind you that you don't have to clean yourself up before coming to Jesus because Jesus does all the work. <laughs> okay. Um, now that I'm off my soapbox here. No, uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, so we have an opportunity for yes. you guys to get involved. Um, I I don't know how I feel about this, but I know that um, we are all part of a family. That's right. And um, Brenda and I and the podcast need some new equipment. <laughs> our equipment, um, our equipment is like falling apart. Like my mic stand um, broke today and we had to jerry-rig it. So um, if you feel led... So I want to encourage you first, pray about this. Right. Um, if you feel led to give a donation towards um, this podcast in our ministry, um, we would love for you to do that. And I will leave a link in the show notes or description for you to click if you feel led to donate. It doesn't have to be much. Um, and even, it's going to be through Venmo. We're going to... Right? Or something, Or yeah. something like that. It's not going to be some wackadoodle no, thing. No, no. It'll be a It'll legit, be something yeah. like you know. It'll be a legit. And um, we just, yeah, pray about it. And if you feel led, we would love for you to join our team that way. And uh, maybe we'll do something fun, like send you some merch or something um, if you decide to donate. But um, just remember that you are loved. You are beautiful inside and out. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And you are needed and wanted. And we just pray a blessing over each of you. Stay safe and we will see you soon.